Welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Sports Report. He's Gage Samoji. I'm Emerson Hip. And it's the 49ers season preview episode today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gage's favorite team in the whole world. Yeah, not really. <laughs> not exactly. But we do the Cowboys one next week, so I'm we looking forward Cowboys to that. Cowboys next week. Don't, don't, you, don't you all worry. And hopefully we can get more than four questions. I, honestly... Are you okay with it? I'm totally fine with well, four thank questions. thank you for the questions. Yeah. Thank you for the thank questions. Thank you, yeah. But hopefully we can get a couple more for the Cowboys. Maybe we can get some, like, fuck the Cowboys jokes or something <laughs> there or something like that. I'm sure that'll happen. It always does. Um, no, but it, I, I think I like four also because they're all four very solid questions that we can get a little deep on. They if are, we, if we they are good questions. Um, but I think four is... It's better than having 15 because I wouldn't want to have to answer 15 questions. <laughs> Being straight up with you right now. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But, uh, yeah, we got Q&A uh, coming up for that 49ers preview. I'm um, excited about that. We got the Giants on right now. Uh, it's not looking good for our Giants. The Giants stink. Yeah, they smell. It's not good right now. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a tire fire over there. In They're San down ten to two to the Philadelphia Phillies. The Philadelphia that, Phillies. Yeah, I I almost I know it's Forty Nine ers preview episode, so I wore my George Kittle jersey, but I almost threw on the Hunter Pence because he's, you know, this is two of his teams he's announcing today. Oh, yeah. I wanted to support support a giant legend, if you will. Giant legend? Yeah, that's a little bit of a stretch, but he was on two championship teams. He's yeah, and was a good giant. He's he's, he's he's like a giant cult favorite. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent, for sure. Every, every every Giants fan really has a soft spot for Hunter Pence. Oh, I would think. I would he's think. probably my all time favorite player. Yeah, probably. He's just like he's he's goofy. How could, yeah, how could he's you goofy, not love? Yeah, I mean, he's goofy. <laughs> he's unorthodox. Exactly. Yeah. Good George Kittle, I'm glad you still have this. Yeah, Georgie, he's getting a little worn out. Yeah, I can see, see it cracking a little bit. See where you went wrong, I think. You, you don't dry it in the dryer. Yeah, you whatever. Gotta, you gotta hang it. Fair enough, but whatever. Made from here on out. Yeah. How often do you wash your jerseys when they just get really dirty? Yeah. Not, not after every wear. No, 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 no. Probably every few wears. Yeah, depend, unless I spill some beer on them, which is very common. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't like wearing white jerseys. Oh, yeah. White jerseys are dangerous. Yeah. I don't think I could ever wear a white jersey. Like my style back, I love that thing. It's, I've had it for years, and I'm pretty surprised it's not yeah. torn to bits, but it's... I don't like wearing it. I like, yeah. I like wearing my Emmett Smith blue ones. I can yeah. just get anything on that. The only, I think the only time you can wear that Sabak is if you know you're going to something like casual, but maybe it's still Cowboys related in, yeah. in a way. Like chip, chips and salsa, I eat it like this. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you're like actually on your stomach. Yeah. And just eat. Or, or I take the jersey off, honestly. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I have a shirt on underneath probably, and I take the jersey mm-hmm. off, and I go put it in a room or something that, that while is, I eat. That's the move right there, I mean, for to, sure. It has to be. For sure. You can't, you can't risk that nacho cheese or the red <laughs> salsa or the green guacamole to get nope. on that jersey. Nope. Can't do it. Because then I look like a fool. I look like a slob for the rest of the night. And it's only 5.30. And it's only going to get worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are we drinking? So uh, we we shared another one of those watermelon IPAs. These are these are tough. Yeah, they're tough. They're okay. They're all right. Yeah, they're okay. They're not as good as the press seltzers. No, they're they're drinkable. Sponsor us. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> they're drinkable, but they're not they're not amazing by any any means. No, it tastes like it just like tastes like an IPA, and then you get this like watermelon finish at the end. It's kind of interesting. I'm gonna finish this yeah. actually. I have Miller Lite now in my hand. Um, I don't know what you're going to crack open first. I think <clears> I'm going to go straight up with the IPA. Straight to the go straight from, to the IPA. Go from the IPA to good, IPA. Good call. Um, fantasy football draft lottery was this past uh, 
past weekend on Saturday. For our YouTube audience, we have the set list behind us. Yeah, you probably can't really read it, but... Um, yeah, uh, we got Sal picking first once again. For the second year in a row. Yep. Third time Might be overall. third time overall. We, we'll have to go back and check. In that. the history. Yeah, he thinks he may be drafted second one year. I don't know how many years he's been playing with us. What was interesting about this is it was very bottom-heavy to start. Yeah. Almost 8 through 14 was set up as soon as it could be. Yeah, the last two picks to come off the board were 1 and 5, which was just Which was between very Sal, dramatic, yeah. Sal and Brett were the ones that yep. were vying for number 1. Right, right. Uh, Nico is going to be number two, Dylan three, Devin at four for first years. He gets to pick number four, not bad. It's not good. Or, yeah. No, it's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Brett five, like I said, Sean six, Garrett, Peanut Gallery seven, myself at eight, our good old friend Darts at nine, and you're there at ten. I am. Yeah. Don't love it. Don't hate it. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. And of course, Zoe, Arb, and Jimmo, and T-Mart to round it out, so... Can't wait for the draft. Just kind of started studying last night. Another 14-team year. Yep. Emerson tried his best to kick some motherfuckers out. <laughs> Didn't happen. I lost one. <laughs> he lost one, but we added one. Yeah. See ya, That's Ashley. Right. See ya. Right. Looking forward to fantasy. Yeah. I think it's going to be... I'm I'm shooting for the most competitive year ever. And if it's not this year, then it will be next year. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. This is going to be Nico's comeback season. Comeback season. He's going to bounce back With from that his... second pick, Guaranteed. Two is interesting. If you, I mean, look, if you look at the history of him in our fantasy league, now that you can, yeah. it's always up, down, up, down. Yeah. Last year was a down. I think this year's going to be up for him. Fair enough. Hate to say it, he is on the Mount Rushmore of our fantasy league. One of our better, better ones. How many times has he won? Do, do we remember? Twice. Twice. Yeah. And you also have two. So you guys are top top dogs right yeah. now. Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> All right, we're going to move into soccer to start uh, Women's World Cup. Uh, the final was on uh, well, Sunday morning, 3 a.m., right? Did Devin wake you up or what? I stayed at my house. No, oh, you did, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, got, we got hammered here. <laughs> we did get hammered. <laughs> the draft lottery was a, was a fucking movie, dude. <laughs> Not really, but it was, you know. That term, it was a movie. You know, it was, it was honestly good to, you know, hang out and drink with you and Garrett. And Dev was there, too, which yeah, was nice. that was a good time. But she, there was a point where she left and she was like, you know what? You stay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need you anymore. <laughs> well, well, not even from the fact that I was, like, super drunk. I think she, if I wanted to go, she would have been like, cool. Yeah. But I think she knew I was enjoying my time with you guys because we don't get to do that all the time anymore. Yeah. But it, it was a really good time. I enjoyed it very much. And honestly, I woke up the next morning. I really wasn't that hungover. I was yeah. shocked. I, I don't know if it's because those press drinks aren't. I, Made I, with I, better I, ingredients, possibly. Better ingredients, yeah. Better pizza, Papa John's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I give it to the whiskey we were drinking because I usually when I drink whiskey yes it is an old fashioned and yes it's got the sugar you doctor up the hangover and then for me which I appreciate it's great yeah I woke up and I was like wow I'm actually not feeling too bad not too bad I mean I was groggy all day but I wasn't in bed all day I think the fact that I woke up about probably two hours earlier than I wanted to is what made it worse for me yeah like because usually I can sleep off a hangover and also, you, I could tell you, you were drinking throughout the day. Yes, I was. <laughs> like, like, by the time I got here to prepare for this, the draft, the draft lottery, I could tell you were already kind of sauced. Not terribly, but I could yeah. tell you. Yeah, you can always tell in the eyes for anybody for me. For sure, yeah. <clears throat> so I understand that makes a little more sense for you why you were hungover. Yeah. And then Garrett, God love him, but 
it's the hard alcohol that gets him every time. Oh, yeah. And we were shooting. Like, I could definitely tell he was drinking before he came over, too. <laughs> Speaking of that. Well, yeah, because he was drinking tall cans and right. putting, putting together his new furniture. Bed. Yeah. <laughs> it was great to see him. It was great that they came. I didn't think Garrett was going to show up. Sorry, Garrett. It's just kind of how you've been in the past. No yeah. Offense. No, I was glad he came, though. It's a good time. It was a good time. So, no, I, I did not watch the Women's World Cup. <laughs> now that we came back full circle. <laughs> did you? No, no not, a, not a second of it. <laughs> not a chance. No. I think in my mind, I was like, you know, maybe I'll set an alarm for like four o'clock so I can watch, maybe see what scores at halftime or something, and then like maybe watch the end of it. But after that night of drinking, that was never going to happen. I was better off staying up and watching it. <laughs> that would have been a better chance of, of seeing it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, so Spain defeated England, one nothing in the Congrats. final. Yep. Uh, first title for, for Spain women. So and good for I, them. I picked them. You just sort of did, yeah. Not from the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> from the final four. From the final four, yes. <laughs> They did beat uh, they beat Sweden in the in the semis. England uh, beat who did they beat? Australia. Somebody else. Yeah, Australia. Host. One host, of the hosts. Host. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, uh, good for Spain. Till next time. Four more years. Four more years. That's right. Hopefully, the USA will have a better. Yeah, they got to get their shit back together. Exactly. Uh, don't call it a comeback with the Giants. Bases loaded. Ninth inning, no outs. Only down eight. I'm not calling it a comeback. <laughs> You hit a home run, we're halfway there. <laughs> uh, Did you see that Phillies player last night with the baseball bat that was a pencil? Yeah. Or was it a pencil or a crayon? It was the top of a pencil because the, the top of the bat was the eraser. Oh, okay. They did, Someone has a crayon bat. Though. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they, the, they did the uh, the Little League World Series game. Right. And he one of the guys on the Phillies, lefty, I believe, he had the, the, the pencil. Crayon, the pencil bat, yeah. I kind of wish, I don't know if the MLB allows it, but for them to do that more. Yeah. It could have been just a one-time thing. I don't know. It's probably for that because of this right. little league. It's kind of cool. We really appreciate you tuning in today. This episode of ISR is unofficially sponsored by the crisp, refreshing taste of Modelo in a bottle. If you happen to be on your way home from a long day of work, be sure to grab a case of Modelo in a bottle to help you unwind and enjoy the rest of the show. Cheers. All right, so we are now quickly to the 49ers preview. Yeah, we're right into it, just like that. That was fast. Did you enjoy that? Yeah. That's that's the end of the show. No. <laughs> Not yet. We're getting there. So to our questions. Our first and second question are both from Chavaway, a.k.a. Sal, a.k.a. one of our best followers and fans. Yeah, appreciate you. Big supporter. His first question is, realistically, how long is a 49ers contending window? You know, it, it kind of feels like... This might be the year that they have to kind of, because like Kittle, he's he's a physical player. He gets hurt a lot. He could be closer to the end of his career than people realize. Um, you know, Debo's still kind of in his prime, but he's also a physical player. Don't know how long his prime's going to be. Um, Trent Williams is an older player who's you know getting paid a lot of money. It's it the NFL is hard to like keep a keep the band together for like a long yeah. time, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think it could be one of those situations where, you know, maybe after this year, they kind of have a slow, like down, you know, downtrend and then maybe build back up pretty quickly because, um, they do have, you know, some young players that still have a chance to develop into something. Um, and then I think just nowadays getting the quarterback position figured out, will set you up like the Bengals and, and, uh, Chiefs are going to be interesting for the next 15 years, most likely, right? Yeah. And I would say you could even maybe throw the Bills in there. I'm not as high as jo- on Josh Allen anymore as I, as a lot of people are. But, yeah, I think the I think the window 
this year, maybe next year too. And then I don't even like they're not the favorites in the NFC. I think the Eagles still would be. Yeah, I would agree. There's, with that. They're one of the favorites, but they're, not the they're, favorite. They're this probably the second. Yeah, that'd probably be never the second them. favorite of yeah. the NFC. Yeah, and probably like the fourth favorite overall in the NFL. Up there, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, I would say probably top five or six at at, at least. Um, I don't know. What do you like? I think the window. <clears throat> I just. I think you guys got to get the quarterback right. That's what's the most ironic thing about the Niners is they literally have everything that you'd want in a team except for the most important position. The most important position. And they still make it work. You know, they've been to the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl, all this in the past five years. Yeah. Giant score run. run. Sorry. They're doing some funny things right now. (laughs) I think the window is going to be there for you guys. As long as Kyle Shanahan is there. Yeah, I agree with that. And maybe as long as Nick Bose is there, too, at least on the defensive side. I know he's only one guy, but he is. Yeah, he's definitely... He, he, he's the most important guy on the... On the he could be a game changer. Probably on the team, besides maybe McCaffrey. Yeah. Probably him and McCaffrey, one and two. Right. When it comes to most important players on the team. I just think... The, I guess defining contending window is, is the next part of the question, because... Like, sure, the Niners could still be kind of interesting for a few years, but maybe not like, you know, maybe they're more like a 10-win team instead of like a 12 or 13, you know, mm-hmm. conference championship type team. And I know Kyle Shanahan, I'm sure Niners fans will talk shit about him because he hasn't got them to the promised land. Mm-hmm. But neither has any coach in the past 28 years, you know what I mean? He's honestly like, he's like right there with what Jim Harbaugh's tenure exactly. was. Exactly. It's almost, it's so funny. Like, I'll tell you this much, I'll there. tell you this much, I would love to have Kyle Shanahan as the coach of the Cowboys. I think a lot of people would, would like him. So yeah. I think as long as he's there, because he has, he has such a great football mind, I yeah. think you guys would be good. Because yeah. it's kind of like what you said with Harbaugh. Once, once Harbaugh left, it was a dumpster fire. Well, I mean, the front office did so many stupid things after Jim Harbaugh was let okay. go. And Jim Harbaugh being let go was one of those things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So I'll say, to answer the question, as long as... Shanahan is coaching the football team. Right. I think it just the variance of con- their legitimacy as a contender will will be there. Like yeah. it is going to be up and down. His <clears throat> next question is, are you sick of the quarterback situation as I am? Let's play ball. And he's referring to the Niners quarterback yeah. situation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's an I I I I haven't really, you know, read into too much of the, you know, the uh, storylines that people are trying to push or anything like that. I just, you know, I'm kind of on the boat of, I kind of trust Kyle. Like, here's the thing, too, as just a pretty generic fan. I'm not watching practice. I don't know, like, mm. how these guys are in the uh, in the, in the the quarterback room, as they say. Hell, practice? I might watch a preseason. I'm not, I have, I have. We watched a little bit on Saturday. I've intentionally cho- chosen to, like, shield myself from preseason. It's just not worth it. I just I don't, don't think. I, I don't care. Yeah. I don't. I mean, they're, you're. It's been pretty well documented that teams play vanilla yeah. offense and defense during the preseason. Yeah. So what's the point of putting any stock into what you see during those games? So I'm I'm willing to trust Shanahan's judgment in, you know, making Brock Purdy the, the uh, QB1 and whoever the hell he wants to be QB2. It really doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people would like them to see or would like to see them give uh, – Trey Lance an opportunity, but you know, until he proves it in practice, which I, I'm assuming he probably hasn't at this point. Who I'm, I'm gonna let them, you know, say Brock Purdy's number one. 
<clears throat> and my, I am sick of it because I am a guy who listens to sports talk radio yeah. in the area. <laughs> yeah, and, I know. And, and this is all they talk about. Yeah. And like you said, you you got to let the coaches the coaches know who's the be- the best guy is out of a three. Right. And I know, you know, Trey Lance. It's just it's always every other word out of their mouths is Trey Lance. Yeah. And yeah, it looks bad that he's not starting because he was a third pick, and you guys gave up so much equity to get him. You right. Know what I mean? But to answer your question, Sal, yes, I am sick of it. And yes, can we just play ball? Because well, Brock ball. Purdy is QB one. And do I think he's gonna have a little bit of a dip? Yes. It's very yeah, it's very much in the cards for that to happen. But I don't think it's gonna be drastic. It's, 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 it's almost like people want Brock Purdy to fail just so Trey Lance can get his chance. I think there there's probably a community and, out and, there. And maybe like maybe may vice versa a little bit. Like they don't want Trey Lance because, you know, like, oh, they're, he's just not the guy. Yeah. He's not even given a chance, really. Right. But yeah, get to Brock Purdy for taking this opportunity. He has absolutely done the best he can, and he's earned the spot on the team. Yeah. Oh man, rough double play right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's you. Know, the the you're right. I think the coaches do know better than we do, obviously. Yes. And if so they don't, then they that's why that's when the guys get fired. <laughs> exactly. That's what they get paid for. Exactly. But yes, I am a hundred percent sick of this. I want to see whoever's the best player because, you know, you know when the Cowboys play in week five, I want their best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure vice versa a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, always. I always want to beat them, yeah. beat every team at their best. Our next question is from Piggy <clears throat> Lens. He asks, should we be worried about that? Or should we, be, should we be worried that Bosa hasn't even trained with the team or got paid? Um, if you asked me this question like two weeks ago, I would say, no, I don't think we should be worried. But... Um, I think it's getting kind of to a weird point of the of the season. We've played two of the three preseason games already. Um, the the train part, I don't, yeah, I'm sure he works out on his own, and he's a guy that can probably just step on the grass and be ready to roll game one. I'm not too worried about that part, but the contract situation is getting a little interesting, and there there's not a lot of word coming out of, out of camp about it. So that's. Maybe that's because it's the contract talks are going well and they're just, you know, waiting it out. But uh, they gotta they gotta pay this man. They can't let him sit out. Hundred percent agree. You should be worried that he hasn't trained a little bit because, I mean, he he's he's young and he's in great shape. Yeah. But I do think it does matter when you play real time reps against whether it's practice or preseason. I think it, that does matter a little bit. But when he steps on the field. Whenever they get this done, he's going to be ready. Yeah. And he's going to be the best defensive player, if not the best player on the team every game he plays. Right. I mean, I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure he's, like, staying in great shape and maybe doing drills on his own, but he's just, like, I'm not going to risk getting hurt in practice, you know, if I don't have a contract, Mm -hmm. which is what a lot of guys are doing. So it's not like I feel like there's some weird tension. I, I think that's... You know, this is pretty typical these days to see this kind of holdout. And to answer the second part of the question, or got paid... I'm not worried about that because they're going to pay this guy. They yeah. have to. This is the cornerstone of the franchise. Yeah. He is the guy. I mean, he won Defensive Player of the Year. How are the Niners going to look if they don't if if they let him walk right. after winning Defensive Player of the Year last year? It's not going to look good. The Niners like to look good as a franchise, and they're going to pay this man. I'm yeah. convinced. If they, I mean, me being me, I hope they don't pay him. I hope <laughs> he goes somewhere else. Yeah. That's not going to happen because the Niners are smarter than that. They know yeah. how much this man means to this franchise. When you hit on a like a top five draft pick, you you, you keep him around. Like it's pretty you simple. Have to. Pretty this simple. this guy should be a Niner 
for ninety percent of his career, unless he goes somewhere else and plays like three years. I mean, I would say you give him. I, I don't know what generally defensive ends. I think get like a five year extension after their rookie contract. That should be at the minimum, assuming he's still performing well. Should be the minimum amount of time he spends on the Niners. I wouldn't worry. Maybe a little rust to begin the season, but he'll be fine. But I, I even think like you don't even have to play him every snap, and he's still going to have an impact on the game. You know. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure they're just working out details. That's my that's my guess. The next question is from Jay Faring. He asks, which of the young fellas is taking the biggest step this year? This one I actually did some research on because I had to like really think about it. And I, I even broke it down to like if a guy's going into his fourth year, I can't count. Okay. Because like I, I, I could have said Brandon Ayuk. He already actually took a pretty big step last year mm-hmm. and even the year before that. Um, so I, I it pretty much went you got to either be in your second or third year. And not, not counting rookies either because you don't really have anything mm-hmm. to base them on. Um, I would say on offense, it's probably uh, running back uh, Tyreon Davis-Price. And I say that mostly because he has a chance to be the number three running back, maybe even number two, uh, because Elijah Mitchell is having some injury issues already in camp. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, McCaffrey, as much as I hate to say it, he's been, he's been uh, injury prone over the last handful of years. So I think he has a chance to be productive, if not, you know, a good – piece of the team. I think you let one slip under your nose, but Brock Purdy. Nah, but, I mean, how much room for improvement is there? He, he He's basically undefeated, you know. He can make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I think, or, or maybe the kicker they just drafted. Yeah, but I, I wanted to keep rookies out. Oh, okay. yeah. um, on defense, I would say Drake Jackson. He's like a kind of rotational defensive end slash linebacker. How long has Hufunga been in the league for? I want to say he might have been a special teamer. This might be going into his third year. But he had, I mean, I think he made the Pro Bowl yeah. last year. So. I'd, I'd probably say, if I had to really answer the question, I'd probably say Hufunga. Yeah. But I think taking a big step, like, I don't know how much better he can get. He had yeah. a great year, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd say Drake Jackson as a guy to, that could, like, have a little breakout as a pass rusher, someone on the other side of, of Bosa on, on many occasions. Could you say possibly Trey Lance? Could you? I, I'm just saying. There's too many. To me, there's too many. Uh, <laughs> too many factors that would or variables that would go into him actually getting an opportunity. It had to know? mean Brock Purdy gets hurt, and then he also or, takes a job just, away from yeah. Sam Darnold. Right. Sam Darnold's looking like QB two right now. Right. There would have to be some. Yeah, like you said, injury or major underperformance from okay. from Brock. That's fair. Yeah. How many years has Debo been in the league now? This will be his fifth season. Well, okay. Yeah. Because his rookie year was a Super Bowl year, I believe. For the Niners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, 2019. So expectations and predictions. Over under 10 and a half wins for your Niners. You know, I'm, I did I did my picks for them today, and I'm picking over. I think I got them around 12 wins. I did too. Yeah. I believe I picked. I was, I I was believe, thinking. I, don't, I, don't, I think I had them at 12. I didn't have them at 13. I think I had them at 12. I think initially I had them at 13. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. I know it's only one different, one win difference, but I was like, I'm going to go a little conservative on this yeah. one. So I'm going 12 wins, so that's a little preview for our yes. predictions. In two weeks. Yep. Yeah, I think 12. Uh, yeah, I mean they're gonna be they're gonna be there unless something unless injuries hit them like they have you know in recent years. But yeah. I think they're gonna be there. Um, if they like, I could see maybe getting exactly 10 wins. Like even if no, they, they're, they're gonna get like even if they did stay healthy, but maybe some guys regressed a little bit. Yeah. Like 10, I could understand and. 
like the Rams bounce back miraculously or something like that. Because 10 will probably still get you in the playoffs. Yeah, 10 It might not win you the division, but yeah. it still could because the Rams are probably going to be shit. Cardinals are going to be shit. It's pretty much a two-man race between yeah. you guys and the Seahawks. Yeah. I should, do, I, do I see the Seahawks winning more than like 10 or 11 games? I don't think so. I think I, think I have the Seahawks in nine wins this year. I think I might have them out of the playoffs this year. I think... I just think there's a lot of extra... Like, you would have to rely on Geno to have another solid year for them to make the playoffs for me. And I don't know, if, like, if that's I think the over, I bet on. The over on 10.5, I, I think that's a money pick. Yeah, I'm surprised it's actually not 11.5 because the NFC... Their schedule is not easy, but it's not, like, unbelievably hard. And this 105 is according to Caesars? Yeah, it was, on, it was on, like, three different sites. I don't know if I still have it up, but yeah. It was, I went to a Vegas Insider, and, and that was on three different... Three different sites are all ten and a half. And the okay. last thing is the Niners X Factor, biggest X Factor. Yeah, man, it's a tough question. Yeah, it is. I mean, X Factor. I mean, I, it's, the Niners X Factor. It's got to be Debo Samuel, right? I don't know. I mean, or but to me, he's pretty. He's a pretty constant thing. Like you know what, for the most part, where you're going to get. Give me a Debo. definition of X Factor. Just Something for that the, for the people listening. More of like a if this guy does this, they're going to be great. You know, like I think, I think with Debo, you know what you're getting. I almost say like, like a guy like uh, Brandon Ayuk could be one. Him taking even another leap after having a very solid season last year. Um, trying to think who else could be in that. I think uh, like a a second cornerback being pretty solid next to Javarius Ward because that's kind of a weak position for the 49ers. Yeah. I mean, and like an easy one could be just saying Brock Purdy or, mm. or just getting the quarterback position dialed yeah. in. Um, yeah, I think it, it, I think if the most obvious one I think would be quarterback. Mm. Just is Brock Purdy going to be the guy that some people think he could be? He's got a lot to prove. Yep. I mean, he and he played fantastic. Yeah. And if it wasn't for him, you know, busting his elbow, they might have went away to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's a tough question. I guess I don't really understand X Factor and all that, but I mean Brock Purdy's the easy pick. Yeah. Because I mean the Niners have weapons, mm-hmm. so I think I, I I'd probably go Ayuk, even though you said he's not. He had a huge year out last year. He had a, he had a nice little breakout season last year, and he was even decent the year before that. Um, I think him maybe because I don't even know if the Niners could definitively say. They have a number one receiver because Debo, yeah, Debo puts up numbers, but a lot of that is predicated around him being versatile, like in the running game as well. Yeah. So I think if if Ayuk could like establish himself as like a go to guy on on third downs or something for for Brock or whoever's playing quarterback, that could be huge. Because I mean, is Kittle like a third down like a like a Kelsey type guy? No, he's good, but he's not like that. Just. Security blanket type. But we player. talked about. I talked about it on Saturday. How my fantasy team went to to the moon yeah. after Brock Purdy became the quarterback because he just would keep feeding. Right. I don't know if it's the Iowa school connection. You know, they both didn't go to the same Iowa. The rivals. School. Yeah. <laughs> Still, it's that, that same Iowa. State. The Iowa. Not no, state of Iowa. State of Iowa connection. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yep. Um. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I th- I think you know the who whoever leads the team in receptions is going to be an inter- it's probably going to be Ayuk but that would be an interesting bet. Yeah. Yeah, does George Kittle have one last big time season in him? 
You think he's that? You think he's almost that? You think it's I don't want to say like that, but I mean, like, I think he could still be a really valuable player without like having the same production that he's had in past years. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I see him as like an eighty catch kind of guy anymore. Because he is a very physical tight end. Yeah, and but I, he misses but, games every but year. What he should do is do it like Jason Witten did, just curl in like first down, yeah. just drop. Yeah. But he's he's gonna be fine for a couple of years, I think. I, I I do think that he could be smart enough to be mature and say, like, you know, I just need to not <laughs> try and roll over every defensive player in my way. Yeah. Yep. He could do what Travis Kelsey does. He, like, avoids every kind of contact he can. <laughs> yeah. Travis Kelsey's special, though. He's different. <laughs> he is different. Well, is he special, or does he have Patrick Mahomes throwing to him? A little bit of both. Can you imagine Patrick Mahomes throwing to Kittle? Yeah, a little bit of both. But he's pretty damn good at getting open. Yes, he is. <clears throat> I might have to get him with my 10th uh, pick, maybe. Tight end, first pick. Ooh. Yeah. If it's one guy to do it, though, it's him. Right. There's I mean, one guy to do it. He was massive for me last year. Yeah. He was, I mean, even though Justin Jefferson was, I think, the number one receiver, I think Kelsey probably was my most valuable player. You had Jefferson and Kelsey? Yeah, those were my first two picks. Wow. I just didn't like the running backs that were there that much. That's, yeah. that's massive, man. Yeah. How, what, what did you finish in our league last year? My record was good. I you think made, it you went like 10 and 3, yeah. You made the playoffs, right? I think I, I thought, did I beat you in the playoffs? No. You or Taylor beat me. I think it was you, though. I think I beat you and Danny. And that yeah, made, and that, and yeah. I lost the That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> My team honestly wasn't that good. Like I didn't score a ton of points. No. I just was fortunate to win some games. Which That's I'm gonna say it right now. I was very unfortunate for many years. Yes. <laughs> you couldn't catch a break for no. a long time. Yeah. So yep. Niners. Super Bowl champs this year. Let's go, baby. Take a shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Intentionally did not bring any booze into the, into the room <laughs> thank today. You, thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> we both got to work tomorrow, and I'm not trying to be hungover. Yeah, tomorrow's my long day of the week. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So yep. Yeah. What time is it? That was easy. It's time for last call. Yeah, buddy. We made it. I'll save the Cowboys button for next week. The Cowboys what? Button. Oh, the button. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, no, I'll do wait. I'll wait next week. I'll wait yeah. next week. No, Cowboys no. preview is coming next week. Yes, it is. Can't wait. <laughs> I'll do it for you. We're saving it. It doesn't matter. We're doing yeah. it. We're doing it. So please, when we on Instagram, when we ask questions, or we tell you, yeah, ask us questions. Q and A. Light it up, please. Just like uh, I'll let Gage post it so he can take his, on as many questions as he wants to. Yeah, that's fine. Because I decided not to post a second time for questions intentionally. Okay. I didn't want to load it up personally. There we but, go. But you can do whatever you want. You load up. It's your episode. You party. <laughs> what do you got? Mbappe, back on the pitch, came in for the second half on Saturday, scored a penalty. Um, of course, it didn't result in a win because they blew it in the end. But he's on the pitch. Can't complain. Love that. Yep. Also, we saw in the post game of the Giants game just now after they got shellacked. Yeah. Kyle Harrison's getting the call up to the big team. He is the top prospect in the Giants farm system the right now. The prince who was promised. Yes. Best pitching prospect in the organization since Madison Bumgarner. Not Officially. Tim, not 10 months ago? Because he was after him. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Bumgarner's more hey, recent. I'm, anything with Bumgarner affiliated to it, right. I'm okay with. Yeah. Let's go. It's gonna. He's going to get the start tomorrow, is what it sounds like. Wow. Um, pretty big lefty guy. Throws hard. Big slider. So, see how he does. He's had some control issues, it sounds like, in the minor leagues this year. But big strikeout guy. So, 
He could be entertaining, but frustrating at the same time. What's the height and weight we have? What, give, give me the... We need give, some... Give you need some, uh, I, need some, I, need some, I need some... I need some stats on this guy. Yeah. You say he's about 21, 22, which is just sickening to me. Yeah. All right. Dude, Matt Bum made his debut at like 20. Dude, he was pitching the World Series when he was 20. Yeah. Right? I think he, he had just turned 21, I, I believe. Or, damn. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Kyle Harrison. He was throwing heaters in Texas yeah. in 2010. He was laying it down. So Kyle Harrison, 6'2", 200. So he's actually pretty average for a pitcher, size-wise. But he was That's born in San Jose, California, so wow. he's a local boy. Go Sharks. Yeah. Went to De La Salle. I guarantee he's a Sharks guy. Oh, he has to be. Guaranteed. Hope so, anyways. Unless he just thinks hockey's lame, but he'd be a loser if that was the case. <laughs> but yeah, this, this dude's got ridiculous strikeout numbers in the minor leagues. Let's see if I can find... Uh, Yeah, he, he uh, this year in the minors he's got 109 strikeouts in 67 innings. If you get like over one strikeout per inning, that's ridiculous. So he's like almost he's like one and a half strikeouts per per inning. <laughs> so when's the when's the parade? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? When's, when's the parade? Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> Shit. The thing, I mean, the Giants are so desperate for starting pitching right now. So he can't be worse than than anything they've been throwing out there. Not name Logan Webb and Alex Cobb, That's right? True. That's true. And even Alex Cobb has been shaky lately. So we'll see how we'll see what he can do. I'm excited for him. See his stuff for the first time. Good. So over the weekend there was preseason football. Yeah, there sure was. Teddy Bridgewater, who is now on the Lions, <laughs> he is one of the backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Jared Goff's going to be the starter. Mm-hmm. He's wearing number fifty. Straight up five zero. You know, Jason Faring had a really good comment yeah. about how. As soon he, as I saw that message, I was like, "We, we got to talk about this." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's wearing number fifty, and I heard on the radio on Saturday that apparently he's wearing number fifty because of a Fifty Cent documentary. You know, Fifty Cent the rapper. Oh, yeah, for yeah. People who don't know Fifty Cent. Yeah. He's wearing it in honor of that, or because it really moved him. Yeah. So he's resonated. Wearing 50. And now with the new NFL rules with numbers, he can wear number fifty. It looks terrible. Yeah. It's awful. It's hilarious, though. I love it. I mean, there's no way they'll, they'd let him wear it in the uh, in the regular season, right? I don't know. I think it's against I Is think it? it's against like NFL protocol or whatever for numbers. Because quarterbacks, I think, are only allowed to have a number between 1 and 19. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So, it's, okay, so in that aspect, it's cool to let him do this. I almost wish they'd let him just rock 50. I think it would be fucking hilarious. It'd be hilarious. It's so funny. I think it's a terrible number. It's gross. It's, it's gross. It's Mookie Betts. <laughs> God. Trying to think of some other good fifties out there. Fifties, uh, Sean Lee. <laughs> he was fifty, wasn't he? I think fifty-five. I think I think he was fifty. Yeah, I'm almost positive he was, unless he was fifty-two. You know, his number fifty, I think, is uh, Aaron Gordon for the Nuggets. Yep, good. That's a great one. Yeah, Sean Lee, number fifty. Thank you. There's, I mean, Zebo. 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 That's a great Grizzlies. <laughs> Wasn't he 50? Yeah, absolutely. I think I've said this before, but when I think of number 50, I think of uh, Joel Garcia. Did he rock 50? His, his handle is Big Love 50 oh, on Instagram. Okay, yeah. yeah I think right. he, I think he, in high school for basketball, he wore 50. Yeah. But Mookie Betts wearing 50. That's a weird one because he... Like, he's, he's just so good. Well, there's that, but like I think of 50 as like a big guy's number. Like yeah. like a you probably see a linebacker or like like, a Sean, like Sean Lee yeah or like a center in on the offensive line or a center in basketball where yeah 
It's not like and Mookie's like this like slender like super athletic all star player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just it's doesn't a Hall of Fame player. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really line up. Or it's also a pitcher's number too. Exactly. If you really want to break it down. So yeah. Number five oh. What are you looking up there? Players to wear. Players. Oh, best players wearing fifty. Yeah, that's a good. I, I thought about doing that. <clears throat> Who do we got here? There's probably some good ones we're forgetting. Oh, uh, David Robinson. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Another big guy, another center. Who else do we got? Oh, is um, that Michael Singletary? Mike Singletary. Yeah. I think. Yep. Who else we got there? Unless that's Ron Rivera. I think it's Singletary. Yeah, it looks like him. Can't do it. <laughs> Classic. What else do we got? Doesn't seem like there's a lot yeah. of standouts. Yeah, of course, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, he's already on there. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just not my number. As everybody knows. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much about it. <laughs> dun, dun. You're a 50 cent guy, aren't you? I do like a lot of uh, that early, late 90s, early 2000s hip hop. I know you do. Yeah. 50 cents going on his last tour, supposedly. Quote unquote, last tour. I'll believe it when I don't see it again. <laughs> and I think Nick's actually going to one of the shows. Did he say that? He told me. He told me <laughs> Cody was, yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm going to be there. Nice. Good for him. <laughs> he's playing in Sacramento. That'd be cool to just hey. see him. That would be fun. Well, you got anything else for last call? I think that's it. Tapping out. Nice, uh, quick and dirty. Right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably in the, like, 40-minute range here. <laughs> Look at us. Hey, Who'd we're have good. Thought? We're good. Wait till, hey, wait till football season comes. Yeah, it's going to be. And then we're going to be John. It's going to be live wire, dude. All right. <laughs> like Motley Crue. <laughs> exactly. How'd you know? <laughs> Thank you all for watching, Thank you. listening. It. We will see you next week with the Cowboys preview. Peace.